Hey, what's going on, everybody? How are you? Blessings to you all. I'd like to welcome you to Mark 8 Ministries podcast, where we believe in the 34th verse of Mark 8, where Jesus says, if anyone desires me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. I'm your host, Minister Adrian Brooks. I'd like to welcome you to part two of The Rolls. Uh, featuring Pastor Ambola Griffin of the House of Matthew. Pastor Ambola's church is located in Canton, Ohio, and she also does a lot of streaming via Facebook. So I would encourage you when you have a chance to check her out on Facebook. Greetings, this is Pastor Griffin from the House of Matthew. I am truly honored to be a part of the podcast with Brother Adrian Brooks. Just been an honor for him to even ask me what is the role of a husband and wife and so for me being the role of a husband and wife means that we have to follow what the bible says concerning the roles of a husband and a wife um so let's take it to the bible because for me marriage means the couple become one flesh and so the bible makes it very clear that the responsibility of the leadership in a marriage falls solely on the husband's shoulders. And so according to Proverbs 18 and 22, it states a man who finds a wife finds a good thing and he obtains favor from the Lord. And so in this passage, um, what it's saying basically to the guys is saying that you need to realize that when you find that wife, that she is your good thing and that this is God's gift to the husband. So she is to be enjoyed. She is to be cherished. Um, the scripture also states that the husband's, um, the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. And a good husband would do what? He's going to love his wife unconditionally as a servant um, of God because he's going to love Christ first like Christ loved the body of Christ. And so he's gonna love Christ, he's gonna love himself, and then he's gonna love his wife as Christ loves the church. And so in Ephesians 5.25, I like what it says. It says, for, um, for husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. And Genesis 2.24 says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall what? Become one flesh. His role is to provide, set the foundation, following the example how Christ loves the church. That means his role as the husband should represent Christ a provider, a protector, a teacher, a man who can lead his family um, and love them unconditionally, giving them sound counsel. And so his role is to be just that. And um, their roles are clear also in Ephesians 5.33. Nevertheless, it says, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself, and the wife see that she reverenced her husband. And so I wanted to know, what did that mean, reverence? You know, women tend to think, uh, well, submission is a bad thing. But in all honesty, it isn't. Um, and so that word reverence, it means um, to honor or respect, felt or shown to someone or something. It means to have a deep respect for someone or something. For example, reverence is defined as deep respect. Now that's a deep, deep respect or, um, or in a name given to a holy figure. It, 
back then it was like when you reverence something you was given that in a religious institution it means to honor it to deeply honor that person okay and so reverence when you show deep and complete respect um, according to the Bible as as it says that means um, you need to address like if we address the priest we're gonna give him all respect like when people see the Pope they reverence him they give him that deep um, appreciation they give him that deep respect and so a wife her role is to reverence her husband like she would reverence Christ you know because one the husband is her covering and so the wife should respect him you know and make it a sacred thing it should be something that she loves to do she honors you know she wants to give that honor to her husband to respect him and so she should respect his decision she should respect um his role as the head and it doesn't mean that she set aside because really the bible never talked about really walking two by two the, Two by two means when you outgoing in ministry and, you know, you're going to go out in the community and you're going to do two by two ministry. But when a man and a woman marries, they become one flesh. They're no longer side to side, but the two literally become one flesh. And so she should want to respect him as the role. She should want to reverence him spiritually as the head. She should want to give him that honor like she would um, give it to Christ. And so her role or her attitude of deep respect, the love, should be in awe for her husband. She should be in awe of him because of the leader that he possesses in the home. Um, it should be something that should be sacred, you know, for her, like, man, you know, he should feel like he is the king. That's just my opinion um, from the word. He should feel like he's the king, like he is to love her, um, like he loved Christ and himself, like he's not going to harm her. He's going to protect her. He's going to build her up. And as the same way, she should be building him up spiritually as well. And so we have to understand that in a marriage, um, like Christ is married to the body of Christ, he does not desire any slaves. And so let me break that down for you. Uh, a husband's role is, as we stated before, to love her as he loved himself in Christ. It's not to imprison her. It's not to make her feel like she's in bondage, um, but it is to love her as Christ loved the church. So Christ does not have any slaves. And so a wife should not have to be felt to be a slave. Like all I am good for is sex, cooking, cleaning, and watching the kids. No, that doesn't work that way. Christ don't love the body of Christ like that. No, he pours into us. He speaks to us. You know, he builds us up and that's a husband role, not only to provide financially um, and, and provide a strong foundation, but it's also to pour into his wife, to love himself, to love her like he would love himself. So if he loves himself, he of course is going to love her like he loved himself why because they're one flesh and so Christ has no slaves so she should never be made or made to feel like her duty is just this house I know some households um, the man provides all the finance the wife take care of the home and if that's what they choose to decide on that's okay 
but there doesn't say that a woman cannot work because a Proverbs 30 woman, she worked. She took care of her home. She, she made clothing for her children. She made sure that the house was ran properly. Okay. And if a husband and wife decide that, you know, she can work outside the home, then maybe they should have the role that, okay, they work both outside the homes. And so we also going to share the duties far as cleaning and picking up kids and washing clothes. It doesn't say that a man can't do those things in his role. And it doesn't say it should all be on the woman or that it should all be on the man. It can be a mutual thing. And so here, um, I like, um, I wrote this note down that it says a role or an attitude of a wife should be a deep respect, love and awe as for something sacred. Christ has no slaves, so she should not be a slave to her husband, but a wife who free will love and serve her husband as reverencing Christ. So let me say, ladies, when I say serve your husband, that doesn't mean you're his slave. It just means that you're reverence him. You want to do these things for him. You, It's an honor to serve him. It's an honor to fix his meal. It's an honor to run his bath water. And it's an honor for him to run your bath water. And it's an honor for him to cook a meal for you. These, because you should be in awe of each other. Amen. His love and your respect. Um, another role for the wife is to be the helpmate, not to tear their home down, but to help build it up. If the husband is a godly man and he's the leader and he's the headship and he's the covering, it's Christ is the covering for the body of Christ, that means he's going to have a set strong foundation in God. And so with that, she should come in wanting to help him build that up. You know, a Proverbs 31 woman I spoke about, she is clothed with what? Strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days and to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithfulness and instructions. And I like that. And she and she watches her tongue. You know, she's not a bitter woman. She don't hold things against her husband. You know, her role is she watches over the affairs of her household. You know, she's making sure it's not that she's going behind her husband saying he can't um, play his role and take care of the home. It's just that she's making sure that whatever the husband is setting as a foundation is not going to be broken down and damaged. You understand? And so... Um, her her affairs and her role is to counsel and, and to be over their affairs and make sure what, what does it say not to eat the bread of um, idleness in other words she's not going to allow anything into the home because she's watching um, what her husband is building in the home as his role he's a builder he's a protector and so she's going to be careful and watch over that and so um, let me say this, um, many women um, do noble things, a, a Proverbs woman, she'll do noble things, but it says you surpass them all. In other words, there are many women who can do a lot of things, but to, to play the role of a wife and to treat her husband as the king, it doesn't make her less than. I know a lot of women 
especially African-American women, we were taught you got to be strong. You got to lead. You got to take the role. You got to play the man in the in the um you got to play the husband and wife, and that is true. Um, many African-American women have been put in that position um, to play both roles. But when you have a godly marriage and when you have a husband who is a man of God, who is following the, the uh, role of Christ, the integrity of Christ, who loves you beyond your measure, and he's built that foundation for you, then woman, that should allow the wife to play her role to serve with him, to build with him, to uh, love and respect um, him as well. Okay, a wife role is to be a woman of wisdom to her husband and for her husband, okay, and family. And though the husband is the head covering, the wife role should not be limited to um, just respecting her husband, but, but they should what? Build one another up. And so um, that means having their love rooted in the in the love of God, because why? God is love and they should be one flesh. OK, they should be friends. You know, they should have a romantic love. They should have an, an unconditional love for one another. And so that means when you have that love, when the husband role is being played out, as the husband to love, provide, protect, um, teach, guide. Guess what? It'll be easier for the wife role to come in play and be submissive and to serve her husband as their one and vice versa. He should be able to serve his wife as well. You know, um, I like what um, 1 Corinthians 7 says. It says, now for the matters you wrote about, it is good for a man um, to it says it is good for a man not to marry. This is what Paul stated, but we're, we want to drop down to what it says. It says, but since there is so much immorality, each man should what? Have his own wife and each woman have her own husband. The husband should what? Fulfill his marital duties to his wife and likewise the wife to her husband. The wife's body does not belong to her alone, but also her husband. And in the same way, the husband's body does not belong to him alone, but also to the wife. It says, do not deprive or defraud each other except by mutual consent for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. And so we're here talking about sexual responsibilities in a marriage. And so basically what he's saying here is that you don't have the right to withhold um, sexual relations or intimacy from your husband or wife because why you're one and so when you become one flesh that should be something that is enjoyed by you both that means you cannot deprive the one or the other and I've known that to happen in marriages Christian marriages as well where they withhold sex to punish and that is a sin because what happens is you will allow the enemy to come in um, 1 Corinthians 7, um, 2 and 5 says to avoid engaging in illicit sex of any kind. Let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. So what? So they separate for a time. So that means, listen, honey, we need to fast and pray. There are some things we need built up in our marriage. So let's fast and pray. But after that prayer and fast, 
that you have both consented to is over, then you are to return back to the bedroom to enjoy one another. It's a pleasure to enjoy one another so that Satan does not have the opportunity to come in and tempt either of you. If you're um, a woman and you are uh, withholding sex um, or you're treating your husband like he, like you're a prostitute, in, in other words, if you feel like you're only going to give him sexual pleasure when you want money that is a sin or when if, if a man treats his wife like she's a prostitute oh i'm gonna give you this money so you're gonna take care of me that is a sin men and women of god and so we have to honor what the bible says it says for such a time you only separate to pray and fast so that you can have that time with God as alone time or together you're going to take that time with God. And then after you should come back together to enjoy one another. Um, having sex in a marriage should be enjoyable. It should be a desire that you both have for one another. So Satan does not get in or have the opportunity to tempt one or the other. Because if you withhold that sex from him or her and they run off and start begin getting entertained um, in an intimate way, not just sexually, intimacy um, can be just a flirtatious thing. It doesn't have to be a sexual act, but if you cause that spouse to fall because you're withholding the sexual part of the marriage, then you are at sin. And so um, we must remember as the role of husband and wives it's not just dealing with the financial part it's not just dealing with setting that house foundation but it's about us spiritually keeping the connection to stay as one flesh you know you're not going to do anything to your own flesh to destroy it so why would you do it to your spouse so the role is to love respect one another and it is so that God can glorify the marriage you know when we glorify God in our bodies um, by not withholding the sexual relation God is going to rightfully get that glory because why your body doesn't belong to you her body doesn't belong to herself anymore they belong to each other and so when we act as one even spiritually mentally physically and sexually God will get the glory out of that marriage and so that's what I wanted to share with everyone um, my perspective of what the man's role and the wife's role is and if a, if a husband and wife decide to do something different per se the husband uh, wants to be the stay-home father and the wife wants to go provide that's their choice but it has to be a choice made by both spouses it can't be well you the husband you supposed to do this you supposed to pay all this and take care of this you can come at a place in the marriage where you decide you know each can take on the role of each other and come to a mutual understanding that in it as long as you keep the love and the respect in it it would be a phenomenal marriage it would be a blessed marriage and so the role of the husband is to of course love his wife as Christ loved the church and as he loved himself and the wife is to respect him and honor him and and that should be done in the awe of love 
and so far as the house cleaning and all that just come to a mutual understanding what you expect out of each other and once you get that clear understanding you should have a wonderful marriage a wonderful Christian marriage and learn how to give up love is made and it comes with so many sacrifices it comes with so much um, that you have to give up you're literally giving up you almost to become one with your husband now don't misunderstand what I'm saying there you don't give up your identity of a being a person of course not because you you want to still be a person one who can think on your own but when you are in a Christian marriage you have to stop thinking my my mine he is he is he is or hers 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 you become one flesh and so you have to play those roles out spiritually because literally you do become one flesh. I pray that this um, teaching or this recording has helped someone's marriage. I pray that um, I went into great depth about it and what it means to play the role of a husband and wife. Um, the Bible clearly gives us our roles and duties as a husband and wife. And if we just learn to put Christ first completely in the marriage, then God himself, the Holy Spirit, will teach us how to love as Christ loved to your spouse and husband and how to respect also one another, as God says to do in the Bible. Um, I am Pastor Griffin with the House of Matthew. Brother Adrian, I thank you so much for inviting me to the podcast. God bless you. I love you, Nicole, and I'm looking uh, for great things to come even out of your marriage. So God bless you all. Thank you. Oh, man. Thank you, Pastor. We love you as well. So appreciative of your time and your devotion to the Word of God and to marriages. Um, we definitely look forward to another marriage retreat once everything blows over. And um, thank you. Hope you guys have been encouraged. Um, this was definitely a lot of information. And we do it to strengthen the body of Christ and make disciples. So God bless you.